is Sammy Lee Milo. What is up, my um, idiots? Hope you guys have a wonderful day today, man. Uh, today is Saturday. It is a good morning. Um, I think it's like nine, something like that. I don't know. I've been up for a little bit, but I like to get up early on, even on my day off, days off and stuff. For like drinking coffee, all that good stuff, you know. Shout out to Kevin and Linda, by the way. They got me this cool, like, little coffee mug. It says "Got Caffeine." It's pretty cool. Anyways, I love coffee mugs. Uh, it's the best gift you can ever give me. Okay, I promise. <clears throat> Anyways, man. This is ATK Season 3, Episode 4 uh, of the series. Man, we're walking through Galatians right now. Man, we'll hop into uh, Galatians chapter 2, verses 11 through 21 today. Uh, walk in a little bit further, man. Finish out uh, chapter 2 today and then move on to chapter 3 after that. Uh, but man, the last time we talked a little bit about Paul's gospel and how he, you know, kind of discussed that with uh, with Peter. Uh, what was it? Cephas, James, and John. Peter being Cephas, or Cephas, Cephas, Cephas. Same thing. But <clears throat> talking to those guys, man, and kind of just telling them, giving them the breakdown, man, of what the gospel truly is. Right? It's like not that they didn't know, but man, he he's preaching that it's faith in Christ Jesus alone. It's not by works that we're saved, but man, it's by what Jesus did on the cross and faith in that. Because man, he's having a lot of problems with the Judaizers and people at this in Galatia, right? At this church struggling with these things because these false teachers are coming in saying, it's like, oh no, you need to be circumcised. That was a really big one, right? And uh, there's other things too. It's like, as far as like, that they had to keep up the law, you know, keep with the law. It's like, man, that is not what the Bible teaches. That's not what the, that's not what the gospel is, right? <clears throat> and it's not that the law is bad. It's that we cannot fulfill the law. We can't do that. We can't live perfectly. Jesus did that for us and he fulfilled the law. The law is perfect, Right. Jesus fulfilled the law. It's we can't do that on our own, right? And we need Jesus. And that's why he came down. He lived the life that we could not live as a man and died the death that we deserved. He was the perfect sacrifice for all of us, man. And that is why we can have a relationship with God now. And man, the Holy Spirit comes to us, man. It's like, hey, hey we, we accept Jesus and the Holy Spirit <clears throat> comes and lives in our lives, man, and, and lives in our hearts and man changes us into the people that God wants us to be as we seek after him, man. But it's only through faith in Jesus. It's not by the works, but it's by faith in Christ. Hope you guys know that, man. Uh, man, we will hop into the video. That was a little bit of what we talked about last time. Today, we'll walk through 11 through 21, I believe. Uh, and Peter, uh, actually Paul, Paul calls out Peter in this one, man. Kind of talking like Peter's kind of being playing the hypocrite, if you will. We'll get into that later. But man, and Paul kind of calls him out. Um, we'll find out, but first things first, man, we'll pray really quick and then we will hop into the video. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all you've done for us. Thank you so much for all you've given. Uh, God, I thank you for this time that we're able to just dive into your word, Father, in a, in a country that just is so easy to do god it's so easy father just to we're not really persecuted for our faith right now god and i just i i pray that father we are bold about our faith god i pray that you just embolden us up father that you grow us up father and people that are that are just bold with our faith god they continue to walk out and live it out father that we actually walk the walk that we talk God, I pray that you just continue to grow us up, continue to strengthen us, God. Uh, allow us to be believers, God, that are that are for righteousness, God, that are for your uh, for godliness, God, that that are cleanliness, Father. For for all these things, God, I pray that you just allow us to be people that grow and want a relationship with you, Father. That continue to seek after you, no matter how hard it gets. Um, I thank you so much for what you've done, and I pray that you just bless anyone that was able to see this video, God, in Christ's name, Amen. All right, folks, uh, 
Anyways, hope you guys have a wonderful day. Good morning, by the way. Uh, if you guys are watching this morning or listening to it in the morning on the podcast. I know we're on podcast. I always forget to say to call that out. Like, if you guys are not on the podcast, go check it out if you guys want to. If that's easier for you, no big deal either way. But, man, we will hop into it. Uh, <clears throat> the verse we left off on last time was Galatians chapter 2, verse 10. Um, he says, they, only, they desired only that we should remember the poor, the very thing which I also was eager to do, that Paul said, right? And, and Peter and, and John, uh, Peter, John, and Cephas, you know, oh, Peter, John, and uh, James, sorry, Cephas is Peter. Anyways, they, they, it says, you know, just remember the poor, blah, blah, blah. Like, you're, you're doing fine, but the, remember the poor. And it's like, that was, I mean, you're not going to, like, forget the poor if you're for the gospel, right? And that's kind of Paul's take on it. But uh, now we'll pick up, man, in verse 11. Uh, and it says, <clears throat> it says, now when Peter had come to Antioch, Antioch was one of the first um, Gentile churches, okay? It's like one of the first, like, where there's more Gentile people than was, like, Jewish people and stuff. And it's like, I, I believe it's like just, it was a Gentile church. So what what that means is, like, it wasn't Jewish people, right? It was, like, people like me or people like anybody that's not Jewish, right? Uh, and that that was where this took place. Okay, so now when Peter had come to Antioch, I withstood him to his face. Means he, ca I called him out, right? I called him out um, because he was to be blamed. In verse twelve, he says, "Before or for before certain men came from James, he would eat with the Gentiles. But when these men came, when they came, he withdrew and separated himself, fearing those who were of the circumcision." Talking about the Judaizers, these Jewish like false teachers, right? that were pushing like religion on people and not Jesus. You know, they, they were they were pushing the law on people and that's not what the gospel is, right? <clears throat> but man, you see this and we'll read 13 really quick too. He's like, and uh, it says 13, and the rest of the Jews also played the hypocrite with him so that even Barnabas was carried away with their hypocrisy. That word played the hypocrite or that phrase played the hypocrite Word hypocrite literally means like to put on a mask and act so that you can act in a certain mood or character. Okay, so Peter and all these Jews and everything were acting a certain way, a different way when these Judaizers came in, right? When these Judaizers came in before that point, before they came in, they would eat and hang out with all the Gentiles and stuff, which were considered sinners or the, the, the unclean people from based on the Jews, right? Like the, these Judaizers would come in, it's like, oh, these people are unclean, blah, blah, blah. You know, like these guys are sinners, blah, blah, blah. Like there's those people, okay? It's like, quote, unquote, those people. Um, <clears throat> that like people would probably get that more than like the unclean stuff like that. But it's like, these were those people, okay? If that's how the Jewish people would see them, how, how they would see Gentiles, okay? And before that they would come uh, to visit, right? When they would come in, Peter... And all the other Jewish people would eat with the Gentiles and hang out and have conversations, all sorts of stuff. But when when these Judaizers came in, when these false teachers came in and suffered, they kind of withdrew themselves. Like, oh, I don't know if I should be eating with them. They were more concerned. He says, fearing those who were of the circumcision, right? He says that man, he was afraid of those people. It was like as if like he was going to lose popularity or like he was worried about his image. Man, we know thing, one thing for sure about Jesus. He was not concerned about what he looked like to others. But he, he, didn't, he loved people. He was there for people. He spoke the truth of the gospel with authority. But man, he was there and loved people. And he was, he was present, right? 
Not that he didn't need time away because he was a man. He got tired and all sorts of stuff too, right? But the thing is, man, is like Jesus did not care about what his image looked like to others, right? But he was there for others. He just, he lived how God called him to live. And this is why Paul is calling Peter out right here because, man, it's hurting, not necessarily hurting the gospel, but it's hurting the people. Think about the Gentiles, right? They just accepted Christ. They're accepted Jesus, right? And they feel accepted within it. But when these people come around, these Judaizers, right, and they withdraw, and Peter and some of the other Jewish people that they've been hanging out with, they withdraw and kind of like sink back. It's like, I'm not going to like eat with you guys anymore. It's like, think about what that would feel like to them. It's like, man, am I really accepted? Am, Am I really a part of the family? Am I really a part of the Jesus like culture? You know, am I really a part of that or not? And that's why Paul calls him out. You know, I withstood him to his face. I called him out to his face because he was to be blamed because he was act- he was being hypocritical, right? He was acting one way in front of all the Gentiles and hanging out and having fun and stuff. And then when these Judaizers came in, he kind of withdrew and came back and like, hey, you know what? I probably shouldn't eat with them because they're here. It's like, and it, man, it, it really can hurt. Uh, it potentially hurt people's growth, right? It's like whether or not it's like, dude, am I really accepted or not? But man, that is why Paul calls Peter out right here um, because he was he was being a hypocrite, right? And it, he kind of swindled away some of the other Jews and, and they kind of followed him. And that leader, man, be, Peter being a leader had great in, influence on those people, man, uh, of the other Jews and stuff. And they kind of like did the same thing and like a group of people, they're kind of like, ah, and then you get that stigma that they had before, which is not what God wants, which is not what Christ wants, right? He wants us to be unified in the body of Christ, unified, right? Moving further in verse 14, um, he says, but when I saw that they were not straightforward about the truth of the gospel, I said to Peter before them all, you being a Jew, live in the manner of Gentiles and not as the Jews. So what he says here is like they weren't straightforward about the truth of the gospel, right? Those pe- those Judaizers, right? They were not straightforward about the truth of the gospel. They were not being true to what the gospel is, right? What the gospel says because they pushed the law, right? They pushed the law on people that, I mean, we don't, the law does not make us righteous, right? I know I just belabor that, but the law doesn't make us righteous. And he noticed, Paul noticed that these people were not truthful, not straightforward about the truth of the gospel, Right? So that's why he says, I said to Peter before them all, if you, being a Jew, talking to Peter, live in the manner of Gentiles and not as the Jews, so you live just like everybody else does. You know, when these people aren't around, man, like you're eating and drinking and hanging out and stuff, or doing the things that they do, hanging out and stuff. He says, live in the manner of Gentiles and not as the Jews. Why do you compel Gentiles to live as Jews? So what it means is man that like when he withdraws and stuff he's making it seem as though the gentiles need to live up to that standard right need to live according to the law because that's what peter was kind of like showing insinuating and stuff man it's like when he withdraws and stuff it's like ah it's like it makes them feel as if they're not good enough right but the thing is none of us are good enough we can't keep the law right peter couldn't keep the law nobody can keep the law like jesus was the only one that was able to and He says, why do you compel Gentiles to live as Jews then? In verse 15, he says, we who are Jews, talk about Peter and Paul himself, right? He said, we who are Jews by nature, by birth, right? And not sinners of the Gentiles, that we're not Gentiles, right? 
that Ju the Jews were like God's chosen people and the Gentiles were someone that, that Jesus came for, right? That Jesus came for the Gentiles and, and the rest of the world, right? <clears throat> we who are Jews by nature and not sinners of the Gentiles, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Christ Jesus, that we might be justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law, no flesh shall be justified. Man, it says that like no works will justify, like no works will justify you. No works of the law will justify you. That's what he's saying, man. It's like that dude, you can't do it. I can't do it. You can't do it. It doesn't even matter, Peter. It's like, he's like, Peter, dude's like, we can't do it. Even us being Jews, we were Jews, right? We, we were God's chosen people. Even we believed in Jesus. And we know that it's faith in Christ that makes us righteous. It's faith in Christ that makes us righteous. It's not the, the works of the law. We know that. We know that, man. He's, he's like, why are you compelling them to live as Jews when we know that we can't even keep the whole law? He's like, we can't even keep the whole law, man. It's like, why are you compelling them to live as Jews? Man, he's really like calling them out right here. He's like, man, he's like, stop, <laughs> you know? And he's like, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Christ Jesus, right? He's, he didn't really the reiterates it multiple times, man. He says, even we have believed in Jesus Christ, in Christ Jesus, that we may be justified by faith in Christ <laughs> and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law, no flesh shall be justified. I mean, just reiterate that, right? He's calling him out. He's like, man, it's like, it's nothing else. It's only faith in Christ, right? And what he did on the cross for us, right? Dude, the coffee's good today, man. I'm telling you. It, it hits different in the morning, doesn't it? Like, coffee just... It's so much better in the morning. I don't know why. It's like, it's good in the afternoon, but man, you wake up in the morning, you have a cup of coffee. Whew, so good. Anyways, EOTA sponsorship, it's coming one of these days. If we call them out enough, they'll give it to us. Anyways, in verse uh, 17, he says, But if, while we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves are found sinners, is Christ therefore a minister of sin? Certainly not. So, I'll read the next one. It says, for, I build, for if I build again those things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. That's verse 17 and 18. You know, we'll go through what he said first. So he says, but if, while, while we seek to be justified by Christ, right? We seek to be justified by Christ. We ourselves are also found sinners. Is Christ therefore a minister of sin? You know, they were living <clears throat> just like the Gentiles were, right? Peter was living just like the Gentiles were before those Judaizers came in. And to say that they had to uphold the law, they <laughs> like if like if those people came in and like Peter was le living just like the Gentiles, right? And then those people came in, and then now Peter's trying to like associate with the law and stuff and everything. Man, he was already guilty of the law. You know what I'm saying? So the, what he's saying is like if we if we're like back and forth, back and forth, is Christ like a minister of sin? Because at that point we're saying that Jesus died for nothing. At that point we're we're calling Jesus a liar that he didn't do enough that we have to do more and that's not true and that's what he says like certainly not he's not a minister of sin right he's not he's not a minister of sin um and in verse 18 he goes further says for if i build again those things which i destroyed i make myself a transgressor and paul is saying he's like if i build up again 
those things that I tore down, man, that, that, that I don't follow anymore, talking about the law. Like, I he, remember, Paul was a guy that was invested in the law. Like, he was growing up, right? He trained under that famous rabbi. And, like, man, he was he was the top of the class. He was, like, the bright, shining star, right? In that, <clears throat> it within the law and in these uh, this, the Jewish tradition, right? And in ver he says, like, I make myself a transgressor, a violator, right? In verse 19, he says, For I, through the law, died to the law, that I might live to God. You know, I died to the law, man. I put that beside me, right? I put that behind me. I don't live for the law, but I live to God. He says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Man, we were guilty, right? For I, through the law, we were dead in the law, right? We couldn't do anything. We couldn't do it ourselves. We couldn't live to the law. We couldn't live up to the law standards. We couldn't do it. We died to the law through what Jesus did on the cross for us, right? Jesus died on the cross for us for everything that we could ever do wrong. And we accept that, and it's a free gift. But man, we have to accept it, and we have to choose him, right? We have to choose him. We know that, <clears throat> We died to the law that I might live for God. Jesus paid the price for all our sins, right? All our iniquities, all the things we ever do wrong. And all we have to do is ask for forgiveness and repent, right? In verse 20, he says, you know, I've been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me, right? When we accept Jesus, he gives us the Holy Spirit, man. We, now we have straight communion with, with the Father and that Jesus is working in our lives, man. It's and moving further from that, he says, in the life which I now live in the flesh, living our bodies, right? I live by faith in the Son of God. I live by faith in the Son of God, right? Who loved me and gave himself for me. Who loved me and gave himself for me. He loved us so much that he gave his life for us, right? He loved us so much that he gave his life for us. I mean, th there's a verse, I can't remember the, chat, the, the passage in the Bible where he talks about, you know, for a righteous man, some someone might die, right? But while we were still sinners, Jesus chose to die for us. While we were still at the worst possible place in our life, man, Jesus chose to die for us because he loves us. Because he loves us. That's why he chose to die for us. Because he loves us. And he was resurrected, right? And he saved us from everything. But we have to accept that. That is the gospel. <clears throat> A man in verse 21, he says, I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness comes to the law, then Christ died in vain. It means he died for nothing, right? And if if Christ, if righteousness comes to the law, then Christ died in vain. He's saying, man, if, if we could live good enough, if we could do it all on our own, man, if we could live righteously, if, if righteousness, if, if this goodness, man, comes from the law, then Jesus died for no reason, right? If Jesus took the weight of all our sin and, and, and lived a perfect life, then he, why, why would he do that if we didn't need him, right? If he died that way and we cling to the law, then we're saying that Jesus died for no reason, that we need the law more than we need Jesus. But man, we need Jesus more than anything. It's only through him that we're saved, right? Man, it's important to know that and walk through that, man, because sometimes, man, the, this world will try to say, it's like, oh, you can have this, you can have this, you can have this, you can have this, right? But Jesus, God, God is, it's not a buffet, man. 
it's not a buffet. I mean, we have, it, it, he is the only choice, right? The way, the truth, and the life, and the only comes to the Father except through Jesus, right? And no one comes to the Father except through him. But man, it's not a buffet. We have to choose. It's only through him or it's nothing else, right? We put our faith in the one who did it all for us, right? We put our faith in Jesus who did it all for us. We can trust him. We can trust him because we can't do it on our own. Have you lived, uh, tried to live, try to live one day like where you do nothing wrong, okay? <clears throat> I, I have friends and everything. There was, there was one, it was like, man, I'm gonna try not to cuss anymore, okay? I was like, all right, yeah, cool, dude. And like, Five minutes later, <laughs> okay, five minutes later, they throw one down. I was like, ah, yeah, whatever. It's like, try to live, like, try try to go a day without, like, without sitting or, like, screwing up in some type of way, man. It's impossible, okay? There's all sorts of things. Like, for me, it's like, sometimes, like, I'll be driving and, like, like someone cuts me off. It's like, ah, oh my gosh, you ding dong, like, stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I, I promise you, I really do talk like that. I'm a goof, okay? But, man, we can't live a perfect life. That's why we need Jesus. He's the one that saves us from our sins, right? And it's it's by repentance and trusting in him with our life. It's faith in him and what he's done. Trusting that because he did it all for us. Man, I hope you guys know that. I hope you guys rest in that. I mean, that was ATK season three, episode four. Um, we knocked out chapter two of Galatians, man. We'll walk through chapter three uh, moving further. Uh, but man, I'm really excited to share the rest of this with you guys, man. Paul's got so much to say, man, about that. It's only through faith in Jesus that we're saved, man. If you guys are on the podcast, thank you guys so much for watching, listening, if you guys are listening. Uh, but yeah, hope you guys have a wonderful day, man. Keep seeking Jesus. Keep fighting the good fight, man. Advance kingdom, man. All that good stuff, man. I hope you guys have a wonderful day, man. Do something great, great, and wonderful party. I love you guys. Advance the kingdom as always. And dudes, ha! We'll see you on the next one.